Good morning. I'm going to speak to you now, Guy. It's, it's such a great, it's so good to see you all and uh, Merry Christmas. I'm just going to share a few words for the next few minutes, just some thoughts around uh, the Christmas theme. And um, I, I thought the, the a really important message that we get from both of those readings today, thank you so much for reading them so well, those two readings of the shepherds and these magi or the wise men, one of the themes that you get from it is that we, we, what we celebrate, what excites us, we share. We share what we celebrate. And I imagine that before Christmas, some of you were excited about various things. I guess when you're a child, you tend to get excited around the idea of getting certain presents. And it's exciting and you can, you can hardly sleep because of it. I guess as I've got older, um, I, I suppose for me, it's more around uh, being with people, being with family. I get excited about that idea of spending time with people. I also get excited about the music. I love the music of Christmas. And I try not to, I try to keep it till this um, period to listen to this music because I get excited. I like the idea of, of that theme and the, and the sound of the, of the tunes. And so what, we, what, we, what excites us, we share. And we see that in both the shepherds and with the Magi. After, after they saw Jesus, after they worshipped him, it says they went away to their country or to those that they those around them and they shared the good news of Jesus we share what we celebrate and uh, let's think of just briefly about the shepherds it says here that the suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising God and saying glory to God in the highest And on earth, peace to those on whom his favour rests. I want you to notice that the angels come out of that realm, which we call heaven, appear and they are worshipping Jesus. And let's remember this morning, right now, in the heavenly realms, the, the angels and every Christian that we say has fallen asleep in Christ are consciously with God and are worshipping him right now. There is worship in heaven. So I want to say to, to each one of us, imagine if we were transported into heaven right now. I think our preoccupation would be with God and with Jesus, with, with the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. We will be worshipping. And God wants to encourage us, doesn't he? To, work, to join the worship of heaven, to join the heavenly hosts. They are worshipping. And we need to learn to see with the eyes, heavenly eyes, and to join with the saints and to join with the angels who are worshipping. It says, when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go to Bethlehem. And see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told about, told us about. They said to one another. And there's this 
idea of encouragement here. We, we say to one another, let's go and worship. And one of the, um, the, the wonderful things about being in a church community is that we should be able to say to one another, let's go. Let's go and worship. You, you know, it, it, it may be a dark night out on a hill side somewhere. Let's go. It may be, you, know, you life may be tough at this time. Many distractions. And life is, you know, life has so much suffering about it and so many distractions and busyness. Uh, life, you know, small children, work, um, just so many things that take our attention and we need one another. We need, and, and let me encourage you, as we go into this new year, maybe one of our resolutions should be, shouldn't it, to be in a community group so that we can say to one another, let's go, let's go, let's go and worship. Let's be there for one another. Let's be there for each other. And uh, I think that's one of the encouragements we get, get, we get here. Let's go to Bethlehem. They have to get practical about worship. They go, they make the journey from that hillside to Bethlehem. And when we talk about worship, we can say, you know, yes, I'm worshipping all the time. And, and of course, in one sense, we are. But when you read scripture, there are acts of worship. So acts of worship like singing, acts of worship like prayer, acts of worship, meditation on scripture, acts of worship, speaking in tongues, acts of worship, using our gifts. There are acts of worship, often uh, prayer and so on. And, and we, we, we need to get practical about it, making time to go and worship. Jesus talked about, didn't he? Close the door, go into your room, close the door and your father who sees what's done in secret will reward you. There's personal worship, there's corporate worship and our vision as a church, isn't it? Myself, I want to worship Jesus personally and then I want to worship Jesus with the saints and we need to get practical about that. That, needs, that means getting out, getting, of course, on Zoom if we can, you know, do whatever we need to do to get as close to the people of God to worship together. And then, having worshipped, they spread the word. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. We share what we celebrate. As we work, what we worship will come out of our mouths and will, will be shown in our lifestyle. That which we give our attention to shapes our hearts, shapes our affections, shapes our passions. Jesus said, come to me and out of you will flow rivers of living water. Out of us will flow that to which we come to, that which we give our attention to, that which we give our time to. So worship. 
And that's the third part of our vision as a church, isn't it? Sharing the good news with our community. And that comes out of worship. It comes out of having a genuine excitement and love for Jesus. Because what is evangelism? It's about inviting other people into our worship, isn't it? And if, we're, if we are worshipping, then we, we've got something to invite them into. So friends, how do we need to, to, to respond to this? How can we join the angels? How can we go practically? How can we do it with one another and encourage each other? as we think about worship. Let's just briefly think about the, the Magi or the, the wise men that they celebrate and then they share. We heard that reading. The Magi came. They came from the East. They came with their gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. They worshipped and then they returned to their home country. They come to worship. They say, we have come to worship. They bowed down and worshipped him. They presented these gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. They pay the price of worship. So they've probably travelled some um, 800 miles, probably from Babylon, probably taking around 40 days. That's That's about 20 miles a day. That's not far off a marathon each day walking as a retinue. We don't know how many there were, they're probably quite a big group. Travelling each day for 40 days, probably for 800 miles. They pay the price to worship. It's important to them to worship Jesus. They come prepared to worship. They bring these gifts. Uh, I, I'm probably like some of you, and I often leave uh, shopping for Christmas to last minute. In fact, my wife does most of it for me. In fact, I think she's did all of it for me this year, I think. Um, because I, I'm not very good at getting prepared for things like Christmas. And uh, some of you are better than others. I have to admit, I'm not very good at getting prepared for Christmas. And worship, when we come to bring our gifts of worship, as we come personally, but also together on a Sunday morning like this, or in our community groups, we, we can come prepared to worship. We can come prepared with our gifts. We can come prepared with words of encouragement. We can come prepared with something that God has spoken to us about in the week that we can use to encourage other people. Coming prepared to give to Jesus and to give to one another. These gifts, let's just think briefly about what these gifts represent. And I don't know how much they knew that these gifts represented this, but the, the Bible brings these, uh, mentions these gifts and they do have significance for us. So gold represents king, being a king. Jesus is a king. He's a king. He's the king. Frankincense speaks of worship, of God. He's a king. He is God. We say that he is Emmanuel, which means God with us. 
They bring this myrrh, which was often used to, on, in, in, bur in burial, to anoint the body. Myrrh, which speaks of Jesus' death. So he's king, he's God, and he's saviour. He's this substitute who died on the cross for us. And if we think about what that means for us, think about worship. If we were to present these three gifts to Jesus, it means, doesn't it, look, when we come to worship, we are expressing again, you are my king and I give myself again to you, Lord Jesus. That is worship. I give myself again to you. In the Lord's Prayer, we say your kingdom come, your will be done. That's that gift. When we worship, perhaps we could bring that gift to Jesus of submission. He is God, that frankincense. We're praising him for being God, creator, self-existence, God over all things, magnificent God, awesome in power. Again, perhaps we could bring that reflection on who God is, focus on who he is. And what we will find, won't we, is that as we focus on who he is, it puts other things into perspective. Finally, this myrrh, when we worship, may we all remember that he died for us, that he's our substitute, that through him we are justified or we are forgiven, we are righteous through his death on the cross, not because of anything you've done or I've done. We are saved because of his death for us. And that is such an important aspect of worship. So when we come, we need to come prepared, prepared to say you are king and I submit to you, prepared to say you are God and I worship you, prepared to say you are the lamb of God, you are my substitute, you've died for me, I am saved. May we come prepared. It says they then returned to their country and what's inferred in that is that they are taking away the message of Jesus with them because Jesus has a heart for all nations, for all peoples around the world. So we share what we celebrate. Let's celebrate Jesus personally. Let's celebrate him together. Let's encourage one another Let's go. Let's go and worship. Let's pay the price of worship. Getting up, getting out, getting on, getting there, doing the thing that needs to be done. Let's be prepared to worship. And we will share the good news with those around us, won't we? So I'm going to finish there and we're going to continue in our worship. We're going to sing, to, we're going to sing together Come all ye faithful. <laughs>